Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, Sam's Club is going to stop having your receipts checked at the door. That's going to be history. According to a, I don't know, a keynote address at the CES 2024, uh, Sam's Club, owned by Walmart, of course, said it's planning to stop employees checking receipts at the door. Instead, we're turning to artificial intelligence and computer vision technology. The technology is currently being run as part of a pilot program across 10 Sam's Club warehouse locations, nine of which are in the DFW Metroplex and one in Joplin, Missouri, which is beautiful this time of year now customers would shop as normal but instead of stopping at the door to show a receipt to an employee cameras at the store's exits take a picture of what's in the shopper's cart to confirm purchases now according to uh, megan crozier the chief merchant of sam's club us said we care about every second a member spends with us so eliminating even a few seconds it takes to scan a receipt at the exit door is well worth it and then they gave a demonstration of the technology and it's like going through a tsa scanner and you just roll right through it and uh, the cameras take pictures from the top the bottom and the sides i don't know that it takes from the bottom it takes from the top and the sides and then off you go i have a couple of questions what happens when you inadvertently uh, forget to scan something uh, at checkout? And it does happen uh, that people, you know, and I say inadvertently, I know that there's going to be people trying to scam uh, Sam's Club and not scan items. I get it. But for the most part, uh, they, you know, you inadvertently, you forget to scan something. Uh, what happens when you do? Does the AI computer technology start going off and you have alarms and bells and whistles going off and pretty soon the sam's club swat team drops down from the ceiling and wonders hey what are you doing with that extra cottage cheese and your hands up don't shoot i don't know i'm just asking it doesn't say what happens when something like that takes place i mean do they just have one person on the other side of the scanner and so if the alarm bells go off you hear and then someone comes over and checks to see what the issue is what happens if they get it wrong what happens if they you know what happens if the alarm bells go off and you're on the other side of the scanner and the alarm bells are going off and then you hear and you get scared so you continue to walk and then I'm sure, I'm sure that's not going to happen, right? Of course. So it's fine. Just be ready for the new technology in all stores very, very soon. They say they're going to roll out uh, this technology in all their 600 warehouse clubs by the end of the year. And they're the first retailer to deploy the technology at the exit and at scale. So we'll see. We shall see. I would recommend that as soon as those alarms and the bells start going off, just duck. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) 
speaking of warehouse clubs, though, I don't know how long it will take Costco to start using the technology that Sam's Club is using, but they are going to change the way customers go into their store. So remember, Costco has the deal now where they have you have to make sure that you're the right card holder, and that's it. And so you have to have your picture on the back of the card, and if you don't have your picture on the back of the card, you better have your ID, or you can't purchase products once you're in our store. And that's just a big deal. Now, I will say that uh in today's world if you have your picture on the back of the card and it looks different uh i would just say yeah uh, that's before i transitioned and they're not going to say anything to you okay now most of the time i at at costco they just kind of look i don't know that they actually care uh this is a mandate from on high so i don't know that they actually care they just kind of look yep you've got an id we're good but you know it could be wrong now they're talking about uh, at costco they're going to have a machine a scanner at the front of the store that you would go in and scan your cart and make sure that it's you that is coming into their store what is happening i mean that is unbelievable costco what is going on with your with your membership thing it can't be that bad there cannot be that many people using someone else's card and it might be your wife your girlfriend your neighbor that needs to run in and get a product from costco but they don't want to get the membership so they come in and they buy the product yes i understand you're losing money from that person not getting a membership but you're also gaining the money from the product that they're purchasing i i don't understand what the deal is now i do kind of understand the checking out process but the coming into the store process is just incredible to me so be ready for that at uh costco when you go in to scan your card not only are you know usually just have to hold it up yep i'm a member you're in uh no you have to scan it uh, on their little scanner and prove that you're who you say you are or we're not going to allow you in so that's that's fun right Good news, though, uh, for those of you that are still going to go to Costco and Sam's Club, they're going to be open today. For those of you listening live, today is the 15th of January, 2024, and it's MLK Day, and they're going to be open. So you can go ahead and shop there. Pretty sure Target, Walmart, Kroger, they're all going to be open. Uh, so some of the things that uh, happen on MLK Day, uh, na- national parks, you get free admission on any uh, national holiday nice nasty you can get into a national park today <laughs> nothing like going to a national park when it's negative 20 degrees uh postal service the united states postal service not delivering mail today so sorry about it get over it um i guess fedex will be open though fedex express and fedex ground will be operating on modified service i'm sure that's what they all will say that they're operating on modified service uh, on mlk day of course government agencies non-essential government services uh the dmv the library city offices those are going to be closed i don't know how we'll get by uh the banks are all closed nasdaq new york stock exchange won't be trading again I don't know how we'll get by. They, uh, you can probably still, and I say probably, you can still bank online. So it'll be, uh, it'll be okay. You'll be able to do your banking. 
And with the weather the way it is, I'm pretty sure the MLK Day parades are going to be postponed in most cities. 75% or something like that of the United States of America is under a freeze warning. Yeah, we're not parading during the freeze warning. Sorry. Reminder to follow me on my social media accounts uh, at JeffyJFR on X, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me at JeffyJFR on Cameo. That's not free. Uh, If you have the Cameo app, it's at JeffyJFR. I think if you go to the website, uh, Cameo, it's uh, just under Jeff Fisher. And uh, then you could just tell them, you know, happy, glad, sad, mad, or mean. And then I do it. That's the way the Cameo thing works. I see where, uh, and you can always email the show. Uh, at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Now, anytime. <laughs> that is how the internet works. Anytime. <laughs> uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I see where YouTube is now going to provide short instructional videos from uh, medical experts for health emergencies. That's great. That's great. So just look for that. Look for YouTube uh, providing the short instructional videos from medical experts on health emergencies so that when you are having a health emergency hopefully someone will be able to log on to youtube quick enough and be able to view the short instructional video and then save your life (laughs) is there a doctor in the house no but i've got a youtube short instructional video okay all right look even if it saves one life right right how about those nfl games this weekend huh how about them uh we had uh, the green bay dallas game green bay punched dallas right in the mouth from the very beginning i mean it was incredible sad if you're a dallas fan really really good uh if you're a green bay fan uh detroit uh snuck by and beat the la rams for their first playoff victory in i don't know a thousand years uh they won 24 to 23 congratulations to them that kansas city game against miami in kansas city was just incredible to watch it was so cold i don't think it was the coldest ever but it was one of the coldest ever and we got to see a professional football helmet crack when getting hit in the middle of the game and since it was patrick mahomes we didn't have to stop the gameplay or anything we would just let him run off the field and change helmets and run back onto the field just like you're not supposed to do but hey it's patrick mahomes and the kansas city chiefs so we're okay with it and then we had uh, Houston uh, beating the Cleveland Browns. Uh, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for the Houston Texans, crushed. Uh, he is so good. And then one game was postponed. The Buffalo game was postponed until this afternoon, for those of you listening live, on the 15th of January, 2024, uh, the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. That game is going to happen this afternoon. And then the Monday night game is uh, Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Uh, I was funny. We had six games this weekend and three of them under domes. Duh. 
That's why every NFL stadium uh, should be made under a dome. If you're building a new stadium, it should be a dome. I get it. We're going to grandfather in all the stadiums that don't, uh, you know, that are already built, they're already playing in. But if you're going to do any remodeling, anything at all, I don't care if you're putting in new bathrooms, any new construction, uh, you have to put a roof on. Those are those are my rules as an NFL commissioner. You're not the NFL commissioner, Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. They postponed that Buffalo game because of the wind and the snow. I thought uh, that they wanted to play in those conditions. That's why they're building a new stadium without a roof. But it's about the fans, Jeff, and the safety of the fans arriving and traveling in such a bad storm. Yeah, I don't want people to make their own personal decisions. I don't. I want the government to decide that. The NFL decided that in partnership with the governor of New York. And they decided that it's uh, it's best if we just you know postpone the game you know until monday when it's still going to be cold and windy and it's going to be terrible outside but we made everybody feel better okay all right fine whatever whatever and i see today news broke that uh, disney and the nfl are in talks that would give uh the league you know the national football league and uh, give them a stake in espn huh that would be interesting. That would put the NFL media under Disney. Um, okay, so Walt Disney Company and the National Football League are said to be in earnest talks, according to two familiar people. Not just talks, but earnest talks. Uh, that could have the league take a stake in the ESPN while putting its NFL media unit, which is a, the sports body has been trying to monetize in better fashion under the media company's control. Such a move would further align Disney with the NFL. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the rights now you've got uh, NFL Network, Red Zone. All right. ESPN. We'll see how that works out. We shall see how that works out. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. All right, let's take a look at a uh, quick look at the lotto. We got the Mega Millions. Uh, no one won. Uh, $208 million, $101.5 million cash payout. That drawing is tomorrow, the 16th of January, 2024. And then there's a big drawing tonight, uh, the Powerball. Uh, no one has won in quite a while. Uh, $88 million uh, is the jackpot, $43.5 million cash payout. And again, that drawing is tonight. So good luck. Hope you uh, hope you win. Although, I mean, I really hope that it's me, but I hope that you win. <laughs> no, I, I mean that. Did you see where there's this uh, Austrian pharmaceuticals heiress, Marlene Engelhorn, who says she won the birth lottery and she wants to set up Citizens Group to redistribute $27 million of her fortune after her government scrapped her inheritance taxes. That is... That is so sweet. She's so nice. Now, she uh, wants to give away the $27 million, $27.4 million of her inheritance from her grandmother. She's the descendant of a Friedrich Engelhorn, the founder of the pharmaceutical firm BASF. Her grandmother, uh, Trotty, I believe that's how you pronounce it, T-R-A-U-D. El Trottle or Trotty Engelhorn uh, Vishatio uh, died in September of 2022. All right. She wants 
this is Engelhorn, uh, Marlene, wants to be taxed on her inheritance and believes it's unfair and would like to see inheritance tax reintroduced with higher taxes for the wealthy. Here's an idea, Marlene. Just pay the money. Just give the money to the government. Uh, how about you not tax us? Now, I know this is in Europe, so it doesn't affect you, but it does because it, whatever happens over there reaches us. Uh, more sooner now than later for sure now when you say to yourself 27.4 million yeah well really her entire inheritance yeah it was 4.2 billion dollars <laughs> i mean she spits on 27.4 million now she is said she's I mean, she's already committed to distributing 90 percent of her inheritance not all of it she still likes to live pretty well but we're not going to keep it all and uh she wants the wealthy to be heavily taxed she is the co-founder of tax me now a group of wealthy people in germany who are campaigning for greater taxes on their earnings stop it just give the money to the government why do you want to hurt other people I, it's just amazing to me stop just give the money away don't start don't have, take it away from other people um she sent out ten thousand invitations to randomly selected austrian citizens uh 16 and o- older asking them to take part in an initiative named the good council of redistribution isn't that nice isn't that nice uh you can still register if you're an austrian uh, 50 participants will be chosen along with 15 substitutes in case of dropouts the participants will take place in uh, meetings held in salzburg uh, from march to june collaborating with academics and civil society organizations she wants to see wealth redistributed even in the absence of effective political action and hopes to assemble a diverse council representing a variety of age groups social classes and backgrounds all that's great now uh the dream scenario she said is i get taxed I'm an unequal society. I'm sorry. I'm a product of an unequal society. Otherwise, uh, I couldn't be born into multi-millions. Oh, jeez. It's just agonizing to me. Now, the good news is this $27.4 million is like a... Uh, <laughs> It's like a class action lawsuit. So the meetings will be inclusive, providing expenses for childcare and travel costs of $1,300 for each attended weekend. She says she will fully entrust her assets to the chosen 50 individuals. I don't know how much she's giving away of the 27.4. I don't know if she's going to break it down. And that's what I was looking for. So it doesn't look like there's any special specific amount given away, but she is agonizing. Uh, She could do whatever she wants with her money, but stop trying to get the rest of us taxed. And I'm not even in her ballpark. (laughs) I mean, she is way over there and I am way down here. I know my place in civil society, but stop trying to tax the rest of us. What say you, Marlene? Hello, my name is Marlene Engelhorn. Yeah, we know. I am from Austria. Yeah, we know that too. I was born into a rich family and will one day inherit a fortune for which I never had to work. Must Millionaires be nice. should not get to decide whether or not they contribute in a just way to the societies they live in and without which they would never have become millionaires. Social justice is in everyone's best interest. Ugh. Wealth taxes are the least we can do to take responsibility. Tax us. Oh, oh, that is just, that's just amazing. We live in incredible times. 
we do. We live in incredible times. Now, as I mentioned, we do have uh, playoff games and NFL playoff games today two uh one this afternoon and one tonight and we also have the 75th primetime emmy awards that are going to be happening tonight (laughs) good luck with anyone watching that holy cow now they had the 2024 critics choice awards last night uh with oppenheimer and barbie uh you know obviously in the spotlight uh paul giamatti clinched the best actor for the holdovers uh emma stone won best actress for poor things barbie's the box office uh, darling uh, oppenheimer led the film distributors with eight wins uh, netflix beef i have to watch that uh soon as th- this week this week the playoffs uh without playoffs this week beef well hbo succession and fx the bear bag top series honors and uh Culkin and snook from succession uh won along with jeremy allen white from uh, from the bear uh scored big in the acting category so we have that they're gonna make a run for most of them anyway but we have the emmy awards uh tonight those of you that are watching the football game like most people in america uh i'll let you know who won uh the emmys tomorrow right here on chewing the fat the real story of colony ridge Blaze TV is uh, debuting the second episode of uh, our docu-series, Blaze Originals, where Glenn, you know, Glenn Beck, uh, traveled to the quickly evolving Liberty County, Texas, to give you the real story of Colony Ridge. It's the growing fast, extremely fast, at the rate of 200 lots per week. And based on what Glenn and the Blaze Originals team observed firsthand, the overwhelming percentage of residents are Spanish-speaking non-citizens. Now, Glenn spoke with the developer, John Harris, and while he stated approximately 35,000 people live there, that uh, may not be altogether true. The local officials uh, definitely contradicted him, estimating that the actual population is more than twice that. And if nothing is done about this, there will be hundreds of thousands of people living in Colony Ridge in just a few years that's where you come in both the right and the left-wing media have given vastly conflict conflicting reports on colony ridge and Blaze tv couldn't be couldn't have traveled there for you to get the real story without your support so this documentary is only the beginning of our blaze original series exposing corruption and what's really going on in our country and we can't do these productions without your help that's why if you aren't already a subscriber of blaze tv subscribe now for $30 off an annual subscription by visiting blazeoriginals.com and use the offer code Colony Ridge. So go to blazeoriginals.com, use the code Colony Ridge, and get that $30 off the annual subscription rate. Um, Colony Ridge, I just, my gosh, it poses such a threat to the future of, of this country. And uh, we, we could not have made this uh the story the real story of colony ridge without your support so please if you're not a subscriber uh support the work we're doing by going to blazeoriginals.com today and subscribe using that offer code colony ridge for your 30 dollars off your annual subscription blazeoriginals.com 
Offer code Colony Ridge for thirty dollars off your annual subscription. You what? You didn't need BlazeOriginals.com. Okay. Wow. It's, offer code Colony Ridge. Wow. Did your pencil break? BlazeOriginals.com. Use the offer code Colony Ridge. BlazeOriginals.com. Offer code Colony Ridge. Get thirty dollars off your annual subscription. Okay, who died today? Who died today? Let's start with Joyce Randolph. You knew her as Trixie Norton on the classic sitcom The Honeymooners. She died in New York City at the age of 99. They say that she died of natural causes. Rest in peace, Joyce Randolph. Uh, Jackie Gleason noticed her in a commercial, and that's when he cast her in The Honeymooners way back in 1951 because they did this thing called The Cavalcade of Stars and The Jackie Gleason Show, and then uh, it ran as a standalone sitcom uh, for, I don't know, a year, really. They, they Maybe two years. They produced 39 episodes of The Honeymooners, and it's run... <laughs> forever since then so uh rest in peace uh joyce randolph uh, who played trixie norton in the classic sitcom the honeymooners then we have alex mooser alex mooser i think that's how you pronounce his name m-u-s-s-e-r uh dead in his del mar home he was 50 years old you will know him from all my children uh, the soap star's fiance, Paige Press, confirmed the news, said uh, I she posted a bunch of pictures of him and she said, rest in peace, my love. I will never stop loving you. Uh, my heart is so broken. Uh, they did not disclose details of the cause of death. So it is either that, what you're thinking of, or it's, uh, you know, possible suicide or drug overdose. But uh, they didn't reveal the details of the death of Alex Moser, dead at the age of 50. Rest in peace. Then we have Bill Hayes, another soap opera star. Bill Hayes has passed away. You know him. He starred as Doug Williams for I don't know how many years. I I think it was like 50 years on Days of Our Lives uh, has died. He was 98. Yeah, he, he was the longest-running character on the show, or at least one of the longest-running characters on the show, appearing in more than 2,000 episodes over 53 years. <laughs> wow. I mean, he started his role as a uh, lounge singer on the TV show, which wasn't a stretch for him because that's how he got his start. He was, uh, I guess... A really good singer. I mean, we heard him sing in the show years and years ago. And uh, he was featured in the ABC television series Disneyland, the song The Ballad of Davy Crockett, which topped the Billboard charts in 1955. I mean, it's been covered by artists, including Mary Wilson, Tim Curry, and it is uh, The Ballad of Davy Crockett, sung by Bill Hayes. It's the end of the free Raped ah. in the woods so they knew every tree And killed him a bar when he was only three 
Think about it. So Bill Hayes dead at the age of 98. I will say they did not say what the cause of death was. Now, I know he's 98, so it probably was natural causes. Or was it? Either way, rest in peace, Bill Hayes. Okay, so on Friday, Friday afternoon, I did a little show with Keith Malinak and Brad Staggs on Keith's YouTube channel uh, at the mic. Um, We was just, uh, you know, rehashing some old stories. But during that broadcast, I brought up the fact that a a worm (laughs) uh, develops, uh, you know, you can cut it in half and it just develops its own head and wanders off. And I couldn't find the story during the broadcast. I was so angry. I had it in my my show prep and i just couldn't find it immediately of course of course uh right after we were done broadcasting i found the story and the story is talking the headline is worms rear end develops its own head wanders off to mate the butt even grows its own eyes antennae and brain you can't kill this thing so okay uh that's a that's a hell of a worm <laughs> that is a hell of a worm so some do it horizontally some do it vertically some do it sexually and some do it asexually then there are some organisms that would rather grow a butt but develops into an autonomous appendage equipped with its own antennae eyes and brain the appendage will detach from the main body and swim away carrying uh, gonads that will merge with those from other disembodied rear ends and give rise to a new generation so not only will life find away but so will business business will find a way and it doesn't matter what kind of uh what kind of animal or thing you are uh this particular worm uh, known as the japanese green psyllid worm uh it reproduces by the process known as stalinization and I guess its real name is Megacillus nipponica. Megacillus nipponica, otherwise known as the Japanese green psyllid worm. And uh, it reproduces by the process known as Stalinization. So that is great. It's good to know that we have that, uh, we have that roaming around on the planet, isn't it? Boy, just when you think things are going great, I mean, you had the you had Prince Frederick X, King of Denmark. Uh, he is now the king. Uh, the queen, the queen Marguerite. Remember, we talked about she is going to have she was going to abdicate the throne after fifty two years, and that was happened uh, yesterday, the fourteenth of January, twenty twenty four. She was the first to abdicate the throne in the nearly nine hundred years of the kingdom. <laughs> a thousand-year-old monarchy in Europe. Uh, she stepped down. Uh, so, congratulations to Frederick, uh, King of Denmark, and it's Frederick X. He probably prefers Frederick the Tenth, King of Denmark, but I prefer Frederick X, 
king of Denmark. Then you thought things were going good, right? You got a new king in Denmark. Everything is fine. Well, eh, not so fast. I see where uh, only 700, get this. This is pretty, this is actually pretty amazing. Uh, 700 new IT jobs were created in the U.S. in 2023. Only 700 IT jobs? Tech companies apparently made a New Year's resolution to slim down. Yeah, well, I mean, they only created new jobs, new new tech jobs, 700 of them in 2023. Okay. I mean, uh, we found out already that uh, 46 tech companies have laid off 7,500 employees. Uh, per layoffs tracker. I love them. <laughs> uh, Google confirmed it's axing about a thousand employees. Uh, they're going to uh, AI. Amazon cutting hundreds of people working at Audible, Twitch, MGM Studios, and Prime Videos. We've talked about that. Discord, uh, the messaging app with IPO ambitions, slashed 17% of its staff. Apple, which avoided the mass scale layoffs in 2023, shutting down a 121 person team working on AI in San Diego. Interesting. Uh, Citigroup said it's going to slash its global workforce by 10%. That's only 20,000 employees, though. Don't worry, but it's only 20,000 people. That's it, though. BlackRock planning on laying off 600 workers, and that's only about 3% of their total workforce. So I guess tech companies cut nearly 263,000 jobs after acknowledging that the supercharged growth they experienced during the pandemic mainly was a COVID low interest rate anomaly. I can't say that. Low interest rate anomaly. Why can't I say that word? My nose is plugged up. It's cold out. Let me see if I can. COVID low interest rate anomaly. There you go. I can, I can actually say it. And tech employees whose teams just got gutted are probably wondering whether this reckoning has yet to run its course. I don't know. I mean, we've they created 700 new IT jobs in the U.S. That's <laughs> uh, not very many. Uh, that is not very many. So I know that we've got a new king in Denmark, but if you're working in IT, wow, you uh, times that look, it's tough for everybody. And it's called something. What is it called again? Something is, oh, yeah, that's right. It's called Bidenomics. But uh, I digress. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. We can talk about uh, NASA and Lockheed Martin officially unveiling the agency's X 59 quiet supersonic aircraft. Uh, The experimental aircraft could represent the next phase in evolution of commercial air travel. According to the recent release, it suggested that the new aircraft can travel faster than the speed of sound, reaching a maximum speed of 925 miles per hour. This is a major accomplishment made possible only through the hard work and ingenuity from NASA and the entire X-59 team. My question is, are the bolts tightened? The lug nuts good? <laughs> and with NASA, I mean, can it fly on a cloudy day? All right, I know, I know. I'll stop making fun of... No, I won't. Uh, the X-59 has been in development at Lockheed Martin Skunk Works for years. Man, am I a fan of Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. Skunk... I can't speak. Skunk Works. Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. My nose is so stuffed up today with this cold weather. I just... Why don't you change the AC filters in your house, Jeff? I have. I have. Uh, So they received a $248 million grant from NASA 
in 2018, which ignited development on the project. The large grant was part of NASA's aim to take larger steps in aviation, including size, speed, and efficiency. Anytime anyone uh, takes larger steps in any kind of work, they want, uh, they want the size to be bigger, and they want the efficiency and speed to be better don't they yeah even in even in air flight anyway uh so i was looking at a picture of the x-59 uh the first flight is coming soon uh, a couple things uh it does not look like it has fat guy seating and it does not look like it's uh, ready for commercial travel uh we need a plane that uh holds about i don't know 100 people and can travel uh across the ocean fast now if that means traveling at 925 miles per hour faster than the speed of sound so be it but i'm okay with 800 miles an hour you know less than the speed of sound and just get us around the globe a whole lot faster but we do have something to look forward to at least from a lockheed martin skunk works uh the x-59 is uh, looking like it may uh may have uh may have uh been built and ready to go the cockpit is located almost halfway down the length of the aircraft so it's really i mean it's a weird look and uh it looks like it looks like the cockpit is on the end of a windmill blade you know you ever seen a long windmill blade on a train or the back of a semi or semis being you know traveling to the wind farms how big they are that's what it looks like (laughs) it looks like they stuck a cockpit on the end of one of the uh blades for a windmill for the giant windmill but We'll see. That does not look like it's ready for commercial flight. Sorry, not to me. But hey, I am not a part of Skunk Works, so we'll just we'll just leave it at that and hope that it's actually true. All right, let's get out of here today. Uh, I'll give you the joke of the day. All right, this was a sent to me from Todd, uh, emailed uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com with the joke of the day, and he wanted to be, me to be sure to tell you it's not his joke, okay? I don't know why... He doesn't want to take credit for it. I guess with plagiarism uh, up all over the world, we're supposed to say, hey, uh, this isn't mine, okay? So if this is plagiarized, it, it's fine because I said it wasn't mine. I'm just repeating what isn't mine. This is an email joke from Todd for joke of the day. A young ventriloquist was touring the clubs, and one night he was doing a show in a small town. With his dummy on his knee, he started going through his usual dumb blonde jokes when a blonde woman in the fourth row stands on her chair and starts shouting, I've heard enough of your stupid blonde jokes. What makes you think you can stereotype women that way? What does the color of a person's hair have to do with her worth as a human being? It's guys like you who keep women like me from being respected at work and in the community and from reaching our full potential as a person. Because you and your kind continue to perpetuate discrimination against not only blondes, but women in general, and all in the name of humor. Well, the embarrassed ventriloquist started to apologize, but the blonde yelled out, You stay out of this, mister! I'm talking to that little brat on your knee! (laughs) You know, you know you laughed. Stream and subscribe.
subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.